Coastal regions of Japan on the west coast are under a tsunami warning after a powerful 7.5 magnitude earthquake struck in the west of the country and there are reports of tsunami waves actually coming ashore. According to the US Geological Survey, at least nine aftershocks have rattled the region, including one with a magnitude of 6.2. So far, there are no reports of anything abnormal at the nuclear parts in the region. We're monitoring that. We'll have more on that story as it becomes available. But CNN's Hanako Montgomery joins us live from Tokyo with the very latest on which waves have hit and also the larger ones you expect to see. Hi, Max. Uh, so as you mentioned, we saw a huge earthquake, a 7.5 magnitude earthquake hitting western Japan. Uh, a tsunami warning has been issued for the entire west coast of Japan, uh, specifically in the city of Noto in Ishikawa Prefecture. They're under a major tsunami warning. They could see a tsunami waves of measuring up to five meters, uh, which would be very, very dangerous for many of the people uh, in that region. We also know that it was a shallow earthquake with depths of around 10 kilometers. That's around six miles. And what this means is that with shallow earthquakes, they could trigger potentially more powerful and more dangerous tsunamis. So really, we're just watching what potential damages could be caused because of these tsunamis that roll in, Max. We're getting very little information because obviously they're dealing with a, a crisis right now. But the initial images of the earthquake seem quite severe as well. Roads cracked, buildings collapsing and, you know, quite frightening scenes within bowling alleys and the like where people are hiding under tables. Yeah, we know that 32,500 homes have lost power in Ishikawa Prefecture. Uh, the Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has also warned residents who live uh, on the western coast of Japan near the epicenter to flee and to evacuate to higher ground. Uh, we know that the Japanese government is trying to confirm the extent of this damage, try to evacuate people who might still be stuck and potentially be harmed by the tsunami. Uh, but we're still waiting to confirm some of the details, the extent of this damage, uh, just who else might be uh, potentially trapped as these tsunamis come uh, within the source of Japan. Um, it's obviously a very developed nation. Um, how are capable of the buildings in that region of withstanding the earthquake and then any tsunamis that come in? Yeah, as you said, Japan has a very robust uh, emergency plan. It also, a lot of the infrastructure, the buildings, uh, the towns are very much capable of withstanding tsunamis uh, and earthquakes. Uh, but we do know that this earthquake happened at 4.10 p.m. local time on New Year's Day. This is a time when many people are still in their homes. Uh, you know, they could be in their family homes with their friends, their uh, with their loved ones. And what that means is that it's quite difficult to access people. Uh, even though they might be in their homes, it might take them a while to evacuate to higher ground. And of course, it doesn't necessarily mean that all homes have these earthquake-capable uh, homes or that just withstand these really big tremors. Uh, even here in Tokyo, we felt the tremors. Uh, so to imagine what the people in Ishikawa Prefecture, uh, many others on, Western, on the Western Japan coast are feeling uh, is really quite indescribable. Okay, we'll be back with you. We'll get more Hanako Montgomery in uh, Tokyo. Thank you for now. I want to look a bit more about the nuclear plants that are based in that area. What risk is there to them? I'm joined by Asby Brown. He's the lead researcher with Safecast, an independent radiation monitoring organization. Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, 
What have you seen in terms of the, the, the nuclear threat, as it were, right now? Of course, during the first few minutes after the earthquake and the tsunami warnings, uh, there was not a lot of information coming in, but the Japanese nuclear regulator quickly uh, announced that there were no abnormalities uh, reported from any of the nuclear power plants in the region. And the region includes uh, the largest nuclear power plant in Japan, the Kashiwa Karezaki plant, which is near Niigata, which is uh, fairly distant from the epicenter of the earthquake and the area of the largest tsunami risk. Yeah, in terms of... You know, we're looking at a map right now. Um, how close are they to the coast? How might they be affected by tsunamis? Basically, uh, almost every Japanese nuclear power plant w uh, is built right on the coastline. This was the case for the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant, which had the horrific accident and meltdowns in 2011. As a response uh, to this, uh, you know, eventuality, uh, almost every nuclear power plant in Japan uh, then underwent strong upgrades, reinforcing of seawalls, etc., specifically to protect against tsunami risk. So I think uh, this tsunami was not as large as the one in 2011, but uh, I think this was one possible test of how effective that those measures have been. And uh, we've seen some pretty um, dramatic pictures about the damage coming from the earthquake itself, uh, but presumably they've made the same reinforcements as they have for tsunamis uh, with earthquakes. Uh, in terms of houses and other buildings, yes, there have been progressive retrofits and reinforcements for seismic risk, uh, certainly uh, since the earthquake in 2011, but also prior to that, um, most of what we see in terms of damaging collapsed houses are older buildings, which were not subject to those kinds of reinforcements. I expect we'll see a lot of buildings damaged. Fortunately, the region is not heavily populated where the highest risk was, so I am uh, cautiously optimistic that we will not see a lot of death or other uh, serious injuries. Can I just ask you about the, this warning we've had of a five-metre wave? How concerned are you about that as opposed to the one-metre ones that have already come in? It was quite alarming. This is the largest tsunami uh, warning that we've had since 2011. As you know, uh, perhaps that w that tsunami was uh, 10 meters or more, so it was much higher. Uh, still, it's a very remarkably large tsunami. Um, we'll see what the actual effects of that have been. Again, uh, the video images as you and visual images are coming in, trickling in. We haven't seen a lot. We've seen some fires, particularly on the Noto Peninsula, which is the area of the highest risk. It's a peninsula north of uh, Ishikawa Prefecture, jutting out into the ocean. So uh, that was very alarming. All of us were very, very concerned about that. Uh, hopefully, uh, in terms of, you know, power plants, nuclear power plants, the damages won't be too big, but we expect to see a lot of damage to coastal structures and communities. As you say, the last one was something like 10 metres. So if the five metre one comes in, you're pretty confident that the power plants will, will be able to withstand that? My confidence is very cautious because uh, I've been to several of these power plants. I've seen the seawalls. There are always unknowns and other things that can happen. Uh, uh, perhaps you're aware that other power plants, not nuclear power plants, but uh, thermal power plants, coal-fired power plants, are also now offline. There's no uh, big uh, reports of damage to them, but they all are automatically taken offline, so the affected communities in many places are without power, and it's a very cold winter right now, so that's a big concern as well. Which is the worry, isn't it? Because we're not getting the information right now. We're just relying on the pictures which were streaming at the time, effectively.
Yes, it always takes time for a full picture to be, you know, uh, gotten for this sort of thing. Uh, so far, no uh, terrible disasters reported. But in terms of the nuclear power plants, because most of these power plants in Japan were taken offline, turned off after the disaster in 2011. A few in uh, west, the further western part of Japan have been uh, turned back on, but I don't think any of these in this region are operating. So that absolutely minimizes the risk of any kind of meltdown or serious accident like we saw in Fukushima. Okay, Asby Brown, really appreciate your time today. Uh, back with you if you get more. Thank you so much. Um...